Hello, friends and neighbors and lovers and pets. <clears throat> yep, okay, I threw pets in. I don't know why. And lovers, that was also strange. And hopefully not my neighbors, actually, because I think I... I don't actually talk about them on here. Do you know what's funny? I um, Well, before I, I go into a random tangent, uh, this episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by FabFitFun, Scentbird, and Swanky Badger. All awesome products and companies I'll tell you about later. Maybe I'll give you a little discount code, save you some money. Mama's here to help you out. Any hoodles. Um, back to neighbors. So, uh my neighbor had like his sister I th- I'm guessing it was his sister um and she brought over like her little kids the other day and they were hanging by the pool and um I don't talk to any of my neighbors because I'm a monster I guess no it's just I'm always traveling and stuff and like I don't know um it's one that doesn't even live here anymore uh, offered me cocaine once <laughs> I was like I don't do that but thanks um but it, besides that that's you know one of the only interactions I've had I mean I'll have like a hello or whatever but I don't know them I'm not friends with them um and uh my so my neighbor's hanging out by the pool with his sister and niece and nephew no just two nieces and uh they were, I, I was walking by because I was doing my laundry. So I'd walked by a couple times and, uh, one of the little girls was like, um, well, first she asked if I was his girlfriend. Um, and I was like, no, and then went back in my house. And then another time I was walking by, she asked him, she was like, do you have friends here in the building or whatever? And he basically <laughs> listed off every single apartment in this apartment complex. I was like, yeah, I'm really good friends with number 14. And, Number two and number three and I worked together and uh, I was basically the only one that he didn't mention and I was like, I must seem like such a jerk to these people. I, I, I just, I don't know, I keep to myself and I'm always gone. Should I be friends with my neighbors? You know why I probably should because of all the continuous amount of murder podcasts I've been listening to. Probably going to want people to, you know, if anything ever went down probably going to want people around me that are concerned about me. Someone I am friends with, though, in my building is the owner. Uh, she's this adorable, sweet Greek woman who, like, this is how insanely, like, giving and sweet she is. One time I complimented, I was like, oh, my God, that's such a beautiful ring you're wearing. And she just took it off and handed it to me. She goes, you should have it. I was like, no, no, I just was saying it was pretty. Just so dang sweet. And um, this morning she... Um, was like uh just, ringing my doorbell and I went and opened the door and she was like do you want to get coffee I'll buy you coffee and then breakfast and I was like oh shoot I can't I have to go do a podcast I said uh but uh maybe tomorrow and she was like okay tomorrow you let me know I was like okay and then I was like after I closed the door I was like shoot I have so much to do tomorrow I can't I can't do that I don't have time and then I'm like no Rachel these things in life are important too you go hang out with your landlord. It's a coffee. She's the sweetest woman. She brings you baked goods all the time. She's lonely. Her husband died many, many years ago. And like, you don't have to be such a selfish little jerk, Rachel, who just thinks like, I just need to work all the time and further my career. It's like, no, go have a nice conversation with sweet Ari. You know, get your priorities straight. So I'm going to make time for that tomorrow because these things are important in life. Um, any more updates? Let's see. Uh, oh, <laughs> I might have to get braces. 
that's going to be attractive. I mean, they don't, you don't, no one actually has braces nowadays though, right? Don't you just have like Invisalign? So I went to the dentist the other day, which by the way, I don't know who told dentists while they're inside your mouth doing things that it's a good idea to try to have a conversation. Like I can't talk back. I'm drooling on myself. My makeup's all over everywhere because of all the drool and we're not, I can't chat about my recent European tour. Well, you have two adult sized hands down my mouth. Um, they're a lovely dental organization, but I don't know why they think you can respond. It's so weird. So anyways, I was at the dentist and um, I, they started like moving around like my front teeth and she was like, do you notice they're a little loose? I'm like, no, but now you're freaking me out. My teeth are loose. And um, she was like, yeah. She's like, do you grind your teeth? I was like, no, I don't think I've ever been told that. And then when she sends the dentist in she guess she was the hygienist I don't know the words um and he tells me that my bottom teeth where I already had braces no I did not wear my retainer stop yelling at me um my bottom teeth apparently are like crowd when I close my mouth crowding into my top teeth and pushing them forward and causing them to become loose he was like it's not that big of a deal I was like yeah it is if my teeth fall out have you ever had that dream where your teeth fall out it's the most terrifying experience ever and there's a reason because if your teeth fell out in real life you'd be terrified uh and so he was like well you have a few few options I can like shave the back of your front teeth but who knows if your bottom teeth are still moving that might push your teeth more forward and they really will fall out I'm like okay what's option two and he said I he's like gave me a business card to go have a consultation with an orthodontist I can't be walking around with braces at my age I can't do this I know a lot of people have but like I'm like do I just risk it I don't know that I believe you that my teeth are gonna freaking fall out but I'm going for a consultation and maybe I'll get Invisalign so do I have to like be on first dates and stuff and be like hold on let me just take out my tooth trays and enjoy this charcuterie plate with you like ugh, I just don't know Plus, isn't it expensive? I have so many thoughts. I'm just not thrilled about the process or the experience of having... I had, By the way, I had braces for a very long time as a kid. I think there was a... We only had... You know, a very small town. We only had one orthodontist in the town, and he was running a racket, man. He was telling every kid they needed braces. By the way, I always had straight teeth. Like, my bottom teeth aren't even really crooked, but I guess they're moving. Um, I always had pretty straight teeth. But apparently, my mouth was too small for my teeth. So he's telling every kid they need braces. And then he's like, you need to keep them on for like eight years. I had braces for so long. And they put them on when I was like in third grade or, or second grade, even something way too young. And then I basically had them until maybe eighth grade. I don't even know, but way too long because he probably wanted to buy a vacation house or get a jacuzzi put into his house. It's just a racket, man. So I can't. Uh, but I might, I might have to, I might have to walk around with braces and we're just all going to have to experience it together. Am I going to develop a lisp? Now I'm going to be talking with a lisp on this podcast, probably. God, when life hands you lemons, you get braces. That made absolutely no freaking sense. Um, okay. Show dates. Uh, I have a bunch coming up in LA, but I have no, I don't have ticket links for them yet, but there's some in LA. There was one in Irvine. And, but then, in 
July, I think I'll be on the East Coast, but those are not locked in. And then August, I'm doing Seattle. I've talked about it. You can get tickets at rachelbryancomedy.com. I'll be in Seattle August 22nd at Laughs Comedy Club. I'm super, duper excited because Seattle's really close to where I grew up. So the Pacific Northwest is near and dear to my heart. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'll try to get some other dates. Can you guys, I, I, have, I had a list of places I needed to go based on like occasionally I'll mention on my podcast or like put an Instagram story up that's like what cities would you like me to go to and then I'll compile a list of like the cities where the most people responded but I think I lost it and so I'm trying to just you know book up all my dates for the rest of 2019 so if you guys feel that if you want to it'd be awesome if you did DM me on Instagram at Rachel N. O'Brien. That's R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. Or you can just um, email me at info at rachelbryancomedy.com and let me know what cities you want me to come to um, so I can get a better idea and it will just motivate me to make those plans because I want to come. I want to meet you guys. I want to hang. Um, I like to travel. Don't like sitting still, which is why I have no friends in my apartment building. Or it could just be my obnoxious personality. I don't know. I haven't asked anyone. Uh, okay. I have a fun. I thought this was really cool. So my friend um, Mark Saratella is on my podcast today. He's a hilarious comedian. Um, you've seen him on Adam Devine's House Party on Comedy Central, Gotham Comedy Live, tons of podcasts. He's done six tours for the troops uh, overseas. I did one with him. It was so much fun. You can also see him regularly at the Hollywood Comedy Store, Improv Lab Factory. Anyways, he's been on my podcast a couple other times. And so uh, we were trying to think of like a topic to talk about. And I, I, I recorded this a couple weeks ago when I had first seen Abducted in Plain Sight for the first time. And I was like, what? I need to discuss this. But he hadn't seen it yet. Um, and so we're like, well, what do we talk about? And he came up with the idea. He's like, have you ever, has anyone ever interviewed you on your podcast? And I was like, no. Um, and he was like, I think it would be fun if I interviewed you and your listeners got to know you and, you know, your life better. Not that you guys haven't, if you've been a long time listener, you can probably infer a ton of this stuff just from me talking at you every week. But I don't know. I, I liked his idea. I thought it was fun. So, um, he interviews me and then I pull out this embarrassing list of, um, all the traits that I wanted in someone, uh, my future person. And I realized as I was saying them out loud that some were really embarrassing. Um, so yeah, it's a really fun one. And I hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, Mark Saratella. All right, Mark Saratella. Thanks for doing this. So are you going to put the microphone up to your mouth or were you also going to turn it on? Hello, you're very welcome. It's great to be back. It's crazy. Mark's been doing stand-up for, I don't know, 15 years and has held a microphone thousands of times. Just forgot how to work one. <laughs> this is my first time holding it under the duress of severe sarcasm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do, yeah, I can be a painful person to be around. I understand that. Which is a whole different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally true. Got it. Um, so this is Mark's third time doing my podcast. Mm -hmm. And he, so we, I wanted to talk about uh, Abducted in Plain Sight, but I'm going to do that another time. Actually, I'll probably just do that in another intro or something because I have a lot to say about it. But Mark came into my house and he said, Rachel, have any of your guests ever kind of turned the tables on you and asked you questions? And I was like, no, they haven't. And what do I like to talk about more than anything? Myself. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been just 
holding back this whole time, trying to be polite, ask other people how they are. Right. I could see you beating around the bush. Let's just get to the heart of what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> which was me. Which is Rachel. Rachel, what is your full name? What's your middle name? I don't even know it. You really don't? No, is it Anne? N- no. Marie? No, but it's pretty basic like that. It's Nicole. Rachel Nicole O'Brien. That's not basic. It's a little... Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not like Rachel Salvatore O'Brien. Salvatore. Now, <laughs> Rachel Nicole O'Brien. So you're, are you like going to fully interview me right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm going to fully interview you. You even have notes? I, have, I wrote a bunch of questions on the wow. way here. okay, okay. Now, the Nicole, is there an E at the end that you then put into your first name? It's an extra A in my name. It's not an extra E. You know that. I'm still getting beat over the head with the sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's an E in the end of it, but the extra in letter in my name is I an majored a. in consonants and I minored in vowels. Okay, whatever. So I couldn't come up with that right away. Okay. Okay, so Rachel Nicole O'Brien, where are you born? Uh, Astoria, Oregon. What hospital? There's only one. The town's small. There's only one hospital. Well, what's the name of it? Well, what is it called? Your mom doesn't tell you the story of your birth every single birthday? That's how mine goes. No. My mom doesn't even know what time I was born. Do you know how many? I've asked her uh, probably 30 times now because uh, anyone that does like astrology stuff, they're like, what's your rising sign? And I'm like, I don't know, nor do I really care. But now because I can't figure it out, I care. And they're like, well, we need to know what time you were born. And I call my mom. My mom's like, I don't know. I'm busy. Hangs up on me. <laughs> No, she just says she doesn't know. She goes, I was busy that day and I've been busy since, all right? Yeah. Well, the, her most recent answer, because I've asked her a bunch, is she's like, I don't know, you were a C-section, let's just say like around noon or something. It was like a lunch thing. I guess. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's just lunch.com, but it's a C-section. Yeah. I wonder if that's why I like to eat so much. Is that why I was a fat kid? That could be, this could be the initial, just, you were born at brunch, that's why you love brunch too. Yeah. Like, bottom of the mimosas, I was a little drunk I and actually, then you were here. I actually hate mimosas. Do you? I don't like, yeah, no, I don't like sugary drinks, and I don't like anything that a lot of girls like, though, in general. Like, I don't like rosé. I think I just choose to hate on things, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you could see that about me. I don't feel that way about you at all. Really? No, I don't. I really don't. I've never detected that, that you're a hater. I'm not a hater. I just don't like to, you know... I'm hating on your hater. I don't don't like to go with the flow of, you know... Well, you, you hide it well. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have a sister. You have a sister, and I met her, right? Yes, you did. You had dinner with her her and Bella. Yeah, Yeah. it's her daughter, my niece. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And what is your family dynamic? What's your family like? What are these questions? They're so specific. Yeah, I wrote them down with with my thumb on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) What is my family dynamic? Yeah. Um. uh, Well, I have two parents that. Well, you've met both my parents and spent time. I know. Do you guys get along? Yeah, of course. Uh, My parents have been married for my whole life. Uh, they're both funny. They're both. I have really good parents. Um really supportive they might i mean i might even go into saying like they spoil me a little bit for sure my mom does they're over supportive like two pair of underwear at (laughs) once (laughs) yeah that's what we always say like we talk about it i'm like you're being two pairs of underwear right now back it off a little bit you go on paper this sounds good but then in actuality going around life it's it's uncomfortable yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's like spanks oh spanks are so uncomfortable (laughs) you've worn them yeah, but they don't even make you look skinnier like everyone thinks. I feel like they add an extra layer and then just make you look like you have, like, sausage encasing around you. I do know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's not cute. Yeah. No. No, and you can kind of tell when an old man has a pair of, like, it's like a Spanx shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, definitely. They're, like, barrel-chested and all of a sudden, just, yeah. It's... I feel like Donald Trump wears those. I was, that was I And I feel like he wears too. Spanx underwear 
pants things because when you see him in like his golf pants, his yeah. ass is so big, but it's oddly smoothed out. Right. There's some spanks going on. You heard it here first, guys. Donald yeah. Trump wears spanks. Can you imagine he just mystic tans, puts on a pair of spanks, and goes golfing? I love that you that you downgraded it to mystic tan. I don't get spray tans, but I'm pretty sure that that's just like the bottom of the barrel. You're going into a booth. It's not like someone comes over and like does like the custom spray tan on you. You're just like, nope, mystic tan. I like mystic tan. Do you? Yeah. Do you spray tan? No, but I, well, I have. Before. If I get headshots, I do. I, I do the booth, and then I do a mystic tan. And you, you, you just know what I can see in those last that last, last yeah, round of photos you got? You were awfully tan. At MarksComedy.com, you can see those photos. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Way to put that in there. Yeah, because if you get a tan, then you go spray tan. Actually, a lot of those spray tan is actually aloe vera. Mm-hmm. And so it actually, if you, if you do go tanning, you get kind of a sunburn if you haven't been in a year. Wow, you, you know, are it, much more girly than I am. Yeah. Exactly. I've had one spray tan in my entire life when I was in college, and the machine broke on me. <laughs> and you go, and it was a guy in the middle of the night, and he said I was tanning, but I never got tanned. No. <laughs> I went to this, I think I went to a mystic tan, and they said, they were like, so after the, the machine sprays on you, you may just need to rub it in a little bit just to make sure it's even. I was like, cool. So the machine sprays on me, but it's, it squirts out dots at me, like like oh, yeah. a BB gun or something, like whatever. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, I guess I just rub it in. And then I get out there and they were like, holy shit, the machine broke. I didn't say that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to like scrub my whole body with like sugar to get it off. Did they give you a refund? I hope so. I don't remember. (laughs) You should call them now. Like, I'm (laughs) desperate. Excuse me. This was 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, still, if they have any integrity, they'll give it to you. Self-care and giving yourself little rewards can be one of the most vital things to having a fun and happy life. So who else has tried FabFitFun? If you don't already know about it, uh, get in the know. It's the cutest, most fun gift you can give yourself. It's a seasonal box with full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. The box I received is epic, and each season's box features a variety of amazing quality brands like Tarte, Kate Somerville, Anthropology, Free People, Dr. Brent, and that's just the beginning of it. FabFitFun is amazing. It retails for just $49.99, but always has a value of over $200, so it's an incredible deal. But if you guys use the coupon code BEHERE, you're going to get $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. So, like I said, don't miss out because they sell out fast. Check out FabFitFun.com. That's www.fabfitfun.com and use the code BEHERE so you can save $10 off your first box, make it, making it only $39.99. Again, that's FabFitFun.com and use the code be here. You deserve to treat yourself. Um, why comedy? Why stand up? Why comedy? Why do you remember stand-up? when you got bit by the bug and wanted to do it? What age you were? Uh, I was definitely a kid when I thought I was going to be on SNL or something. Yeah, that's a lot of people's stories. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. Do you remember what cast it was? Uh, Chris Farley. Oh, wonderful. yeah. Sherry O'Terry, Will Ferrell, David Spade, like all that kind of time. Um, and my. Actually, I used to, and my dad would do it with me. We used to um, act out uh, the Spartan cheerleaders like at parties together. Um, I oh, used really? To, yeah. Did you, you and your dad did? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And then me and my friend Sabrina, whom you've met her too, uh-huh. we uh, used to improvise all our own like book reports and stuff to the point where we were like, we had to do a book report on Vietnam. And I'm certain we had you just did an improvised comedy scene on a book report in <laughs> Vietnam. I'm I'm certain we had just seen Forrest Gump the first time because we just had these like Gen A accents and we had like we made a picnic and then just started improvising what it was like to be in the war. My teacher was like, "This is so weird." That'd be great if that came out and your career was ruined. 
You know. <laughs> oh, my my American Indian one that we did would hundred percent ruin my career. I got an. We had a our our high school mascot was uh, was an Indian too. And we all dressed Ours up like Indians. It would be just it would be over. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Or we were the warriors. I um, painted my face with wet and wild makeup and said I knew. Yeah. We did something in the same realm. And you Not go, good. I thought I was supporting these people. We did it. No. We didn't. Hey. I, I think they'd be honored. I would knows. apologize if that was ever offensive. Listen, I actually did way worse. Sabrina was Pacific Islander, not even Chinese, and I would just call her Chinese all the time. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> you go, it's in the area. It's on Chinese block. Yeah. Um, now, you did you grow to college? Where did you go to college? University of Oregon. Okay, that's what I thought. And mm-hmm. you graduated? Yeah, in three years. I and, like to brag about that. Oh, wow. With almost a four point. It's not a big deal. You like, go with an associate's degree. No. <laughs> No, with a political science degree oh, okay. and almost a 4.0. I didn't know this about you, that you had yeah. a political... What do you think of the current political situation? Oh, I don't even pay attention to you it. Don't, okay, good. Yeah, good. no. You, you burnt it's, yourself out in college. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's smart because you don't even... Actually, <laughs> everything's going great out there. Don't even look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want to look. Couldn't be going better. <laughs> and so you graduate college and you move to L.A. right away? Uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I graduated early because I wanted to move down here. You just, you just had to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there was a little... So I graduated... I walked after three years, but I had to take like a few credits over the summer. Yeah, but I got my diploma. The same thing. We have a very similar story. Because mm, we're smart. Um, but I was still dating my college boyfriend, and he uh, he had played. Well, he got drafted to play in the NFL, and then got injured right away. He was a little older than me, and so we lived in Portland, Oregon, for like a couple months right after I graduated. While he was like getting over his injury. What was? Is this the guy who was in a wheelchair? No, he was a baseball player. Oh, okay. This was, he was a football player. Okay. Uh, this guy. Um, see, he lives here, though. He's a friend of mine still. He's actually yeah. done my podcast. Does this turn you on? I did intramural bowling. Uh, I, yeah, big it, time. Okay, I lied about that, but now that you said yes, I want to say that <laughs> I, I did do that. <laughs> You're like, get on your phone and sign up right now. You're <laughs> like, look, this is my team. Yeah. Intramural bowling. <laughs> um, so, but I waited like a few months before I moved here. And to be honest, I didn't do the nicest thing. But Devin, he wanted, he was like all upset that his career and he was injured. And like, I did him a favor. I flew to LA for a job interview. And I. That'd be great. I did him a favor. I flew to LA and I blew Doug Flutie. No, 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 no. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I had a job interview that. I, to this day, I don't even know if it was a job or an internship, and I, then I was just a waitress. But I called him my parents. I was like, they want me to start tomorrow. I can't come back. And so they had to move all my stuff down. So oh, I wow. never went back home. That's amazing. Yeah. And did you work? There? Did you stay there and work there? Or did you just? I don't even know. I think I made it up. I don't really remember. I had a waitressing job in like an internship. Okay. Let's, yeah. just, let's, be, let's be real. I lied. You made it up. I okay, made it up. I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I went, oh, I think it was some I might have lied. I don't know. remember. You go, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, I see where this did. is going. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good lie, though. I mean, if there's anything to lie about, it's, that's. It was the only way I was going to get myself down here. And your parents won't understand, and it's yeah, just, it's the whole like, thing. Oh, yeah. I had to trick them into that I wanted to be an actor and a writer and a comedian the entire step of the way. It was like, yeah, yeah, no, I still think I'll probably uh, become a civil rights attorney. I'll go to law school at some point. A civil rights attorney? <laughs> I think it was I'm a very selfish person. <laughs> Everything has to do with everybody else. I just give, I give, I give. <laughs> civil rights attorney. I'm like going to get headshots. I'm like, I don't just, you know, a little side print work. Rachel, you're being a little extra at the uh, meeting tonight about <laughs> constitutional rights and voting for black people. Like, you don't really need a headshot for this. You go, 
Oh, we don't? We don't? Oh. Does this get me in the sack? No, it does not. I can't not. do any stock photography work with this? <laughs> stock photography. Oh. what you did early on. Oh, my God. There's a photo of me. People, probably once a month, random people on Instagram will send me a photo. And they'll be like, is this you? They're like at a Rite Aid, and there's just me jogging on like a poster. It's just That's a photo amazing. of me jogging. <laughs> that I probably got, I think I got paid like 600 bucks for, and they can use it for the rest of my life. You invest that wisely. It turns yeah. into 700 by the time you retire. <laughs> You'd be the first person to ever retire from stock photography. <laughs> I did some stock photography early on, too. Really? For, yeah, for Dork Magazine. Oh, you did not. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then you, wh- how soon did you start stand-up and where? Uh, I started stand-up like four, year, four or five years into living in, in L.A. And it, had you been thinking about it the whole time? Yes. Uh, I like. I had thought about, I didn't think it was like a thing I could do necessarily. Like I thought I would do comedic acting or something. I don't, I honestly don't, do you know what it was? I actually, I was, okay, hopefully, well, you can hear the Harley going by. We had to keep the window open. It's hot in here. Um, I actually used to be friends with Chris D'Elia a long time ago. No, I did not date him. Um, and I used to go and hang out at the comedy store and watch him. And I think that that was kind of where I saw like, oh, this is a thing I could do. So it did, yeah. but it didn't occur to me right away. I just, it occurred to me after I realized that uh, if you moved to LA to be an actor, you're n- not going to be for a very long time. And you want and applause so you're not going to work. Yeah. And, and then you get on a set and you go, no one's applauding. No the lighting applaud- guy doesn't yeah. want to be here. He's at craft services while I'm nailing the scene. Yeah. It's still, but there's nothing like the instant feedback of stand up comedy. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first time I did it, I was like, uh, I do this for the rest of my life. This is what I do now. All okay. Right, awesome. Yeah. And where was that? Where did you go up? I went, up, I went up at the improv be- oh. well, because I took a class. And so no, it was our, like, yeah, our showcase. Yes, of course. So obviously the first time I did stand-up, I thought I was awesome because it was my friends and my, I think my parents flew in. You need that, though. And I was like, <laughs> flew in. Was- they go, is this the job you got? Here is it? This is still the internship? You go, yeah, this is it. This is, this is, it. it. This is it. Really, it evolved into a lot of different things. Did your parents ask you this, too? How much you get paid for tonight? You go, nothing. They go, why? You should get paid. Um... No, I think because they knew it was the it was right, a class. Um, someone asked me. Uh, oh, I think it was my my uh, my grandpa asked me the other day when I said I was going. I was doing a bunch of shows in Europe. He was like, "Are you getting paid for those?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't have the oh, money the to open fly. Mics. Yeah, I don't have the money to fly to Europe and just yeah pop around open mics. Like yeah. no." No. Yes, I'm getting paid. I realized being a flight attendant would be good, actually, for this career, if you wanted to do that. Well, here's the greatest thing. Sabrina's a flight attendant, so I bring her on the road with me, because Sabrina's hilarious. She's not like yeah, a trained cool. stand-up comic, um, but she could be. She just hasn't done it. So I bring her yeah. to, I'll do like 40 minutes of stand-up, and then her and I will do 40 minutes of live podcasting. Oh, that's right. That's and so, thing. yeah, because yeah, I don't have to fly together. her. She can Got just it. come for free and, you know. What's her social security number? Um, <laughs> I was really like, what? <laughs> okay, no reason. And I need her home address. I'm okay. opening up a credit card. Awesome. <laughs> but it's going to improve her credit. I know that. Okay. <laughs> so you go up at the improv and it goes well. Yeah. <laughs> and what, uh, and, it, and then what's the second time on stage? Because there's always that first magical time. Oh, where yeah, you invite yeah. all your friends. And then the second time is when it really hits you. You go, oh. I think. I'm lost in the woods here. I think stand up forest. I think I may have done a class directly afterwards. I may have done pretty funny women right afterwards, then had a showcase for that and then met a bunch of girls in that and would that people were like, well, let's go to the ha ha for an open mic, went to the ha ha for an open mic, didn't do well and was like, oh, 
This is okay. And then you went there for a little while, right? Because now I used to always go to the. Yeah, hop. that's right. You used to go there. Yeah, a bunch. Because it was, I mean, the clubs in West Hollywood. I didn't, so I didn't know that there were open mics at like cafes and bars and stuff. So I would just think like, okay, comedy those are store. Brutal, so who cares? Yeah, I mean, I go to them or have gone to them. Yeah. Um, but like I would be like, okay, comedy store. Oh, it's a lottery. I'll never get on. It's like it's, you can't really get on stage. You go to the haha. You can. So I was always going there. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like you were improving? Could because it's hard to get feedback at a, at an open mic, and sometimes people be like, "Hey, should I do open mics?" I go, "Yeah, do an open mic, but make sure you're doing real shows too, yeah. so you know it's working because it can affect your confidence and your timing." Hundred percent. I usually just tell people when they ask me, like, how to get into comedy. Like, I have a lot of podcast listeners or Instagram people, whatever, who ask me that, and I'm like. Get on stage as much as possible, but do not expect to feel good about yourself after an open mic. Right. Like, you're probably not going to. You know what always makes you feel good, though? When you put on a luxurious new scent and someone comes up to you and they, they give you a hug and they say, oh, my God, you smell amazing. What perfume are you wearing? Ugh, I love it. But sometimes it's hard to try a bunch of new, you know, fancy perfumes. Not anymore. Not with Scentbird. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. I absolutely freaking love it. It's a way for you to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying the entire bottle. And they have more than 450 designer brands for you to choose um, a perfume or a cologne each month. They have Prada, Tom Ford, Versace, Dolce & Gabbana, Cartier, Glossier, Gucci, Calvin Klein, and more. Currently, I'm trying a Gucci one that I'm obsessed with. So you just try the brands you want. It's the real deal. So you choose a perfume you want to try, and then they'll send you a 30-day supply. So that's 120 sprays, enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. That's more than enough. And if you're not sure what type of scent you're looking for, you can sort and find your new fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, and more. And you can also take Scentbird's True Scent Quiz to discover more personalized recommendations for your taste. You guys are going to absolutely love it. Super easy and just another great way to treat yourself. And with an exclusive offer just for my listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Just go to Scentbird.com. That's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash be here and use my code be here for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash be here for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. So then you start doing the then you start doing the open mic scene and you're doing yeah. the ha cafe and then when are you getting back like when do you get back do you remember your first kind of real show after that I feel like when I was hanging out at the ha ha um, people that were like doing bringer shows or any type of show I was getting asked to do shows pretty quickly like Mike Satara was running a bunch of shows oh. yeah um, never an agenda with with other no comics? no I I I seriously feel like I've gotten so lucky that. Male comics really don't hit on me that often. Yeah, you have kind of a classy way about you, and we're just kind of looking for, like, yeah. a train wreck. <laughs> that's like, what oh, I, that girl's a train wreck. She, a, she'd put up with me. And then you kind of seem like you wouldn't put up with, 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 with that. Probably not. <laughs> well, that, that's not what Bill Dawes said to me. He said, he said I, he goes, because I said, like, male comics don't really hit on me. He's like, yeah, he's like, never thought about it. He's like, there's something about you that just says, like, I'm here to work, and that's it, and don't bother me. Yeah, you, yeah. Kind, of, you kind of have, like, you have what, what I'd call married face like someone that you go oh that's a girl that you marry oh okay you know i thought you were like, saying where it looks like i'm married i'm like well no no never even been proposed to so yeah 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 where you go you know i think that yeah that makes sense to me okay and why comedy why not drama uh i actually 
believe that I am a better dramatic actress than I am a comedic actress. So not every comedian thinks this, and none of us do any drama ever. Well, you go, I'm I just better at drama. You go, when did you get booked on that? You go, never, never. Okay. Well, true. That's that's a good point. Um, I don't know. I but I truly believe a lot of comedians are really good at dramatic parts. I think it's no. I, I agree with that eventually. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, without doubt. But and the the script I just wrote for myself is a dramedy comedy drama adjacent have you have you talked about this on the podcast my script yeah what it is uh no um i've talked about the experience like a little bit but i i didn't no i haven't wanted to because i want to make this movie to tell the full story yeah yeah how about this a young man joins the army Mm -hmm. leaving his mafioso family behind he gets out of the army comes back to the continent of the united states (coughs) in new york Okay, mm-hmm. he gets pulled back into the mafiosa family. This being you, you murder the person who is this tri- the Godfather? Oh, yep, that, yep. <laughs> okay, don't do that. <laughs> You're such a moron. I was just spitballing ideas. I yeah, guess just, that's been the okay, I guess so not. That, that's been made. I guess. Okay. Yeah, I guess not the female Godfather. I mean, <laughs> they redid what men want or what women want or whatever. The Godmother. <laughs> that's. We should do a sketch about that. I'm copywriting That's it now. Funny. Okay, That'd cool. be hilarious. Yeah, and, and it, you're we're sp- like we no, but I think we act like we've never. We're not even stealing the Godfather. It's like you go into like the sketches. Like we're going into a room to pitch. We're like, all right, here's the idea, and basically do exactly what you did. And That's they're funny. like, um. That's funny too. And the Godmother too. Like you're supposed to murder your rival in this restaurant. You know how Michael shoots shoots the police mm-hmm. captain and uh, the other guy in, in that Italian restaurant. But the godmother, you go in there to shoot, and then like we're waiting for you outside. We're like, get out of it. And we go in there two hours later, and you're having brunch with the people. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this is not how it's supposed to go. <laughs> uh, okay. That's funny. So, uh, what is your favorite show you've ever done? Do you know it offhand? Like your favorite stand-up show? Like what? What? What flashed into your mind right away when I said? Well, that? the favorite overall experience is the uh, tour we did over for the troops. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah mine I think too. That was just such a good... Was that your favorite one of those tours, Yeah, it too? was. I just... Such Europe. a good How one. can you not like Europe? Yeah. yeah. And I think it was just so fun that we were on that tour bus the whole time, too. It wasn't yeah. like hopping on planes all the time. It was like, we got to roll out of bed, then get on a tour bus and sleep there and go see Definitely. the country. It was so great. Yeah. And just as, as your average white person going back to Europe, you're, you're going back to like to like your roots. There, yeah. We might as well have been visiting New Balance stores. Yeah. It was just <laughs> <laughs> Which we did plenty of times. <laughs> Might totally. I add? Totally. What's your least favorite show you've ever done? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I would say the the time I was most disappointed in myself recently, I did um, Reno. I did the Laugh Factory there, and I got off stage a couple minutes early. I was uh, featuring, and so I was supposed to do like 20-something minutes or whatever, and I couldn't get over these guys heckling me, and I got really in my head. Oh, and, of course. And I literally, I literally said out loud, yeah, I'm just going to get off stage now. I'll get my confidence back for the next show. Oh, I just yeah. walked off stage. Yeah, totally. I mean, a Reno I'm, heckle can be vicious. Yeah, in that, I'm, like, I'm sure Harry Basil may never book me again, and I, no, I've accepted that. No. That, uh, uh, well, I got Reno demoted. It was gutter. the last, second to last day, and for the last day I got demoted to host uh, because That's of fine. it. Yeah, I've been through much worse, <laughs> and I couldn't. But I couldn't get any of the wait wait staff or anyone to admit or Darren or anyone. I was like, they were like, so I guess Harry heard from like one of the waiters or something like that. I did that, and then I was like, and I walked around. And I was like, who said it? And they were like, no, I didn't say anything. I'm like, hmm, okay. 
Right. Yeah. No. Whatever. I mean, it was my fault for sure. That's just part of stand up. Yeah. All of us have that. Every comedian has been fired from something, banned from a club. Something goes wrong. It's just it's an imperfect art form like that. Yeah. And comedians, they they tend to. um, We just it's. It just happens a lot. It's that simple. Yeah. If you start to stand up, be ready. People go like, you know, do you have advice for me? I go, yeah. Get into it with the mindset that you're never going to quit or you will quit. Yeah. 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 Oh, it, yeah. Because you're going to have 12 things like that in happen. A weird, in a weird way, though, I was really upset that night. And then the next morning, in a weird way, I was kind of grateful for it. Or I was like, well, I'm never going to do that again. A hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah. And yeah. it was a good learning experience. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And uh, it's sometimes, too, we go, I could have done that better. Sometimes events hit you and you just do the best you can and you move on. And you, yeah. It's, it's, you know, as, soon, as as it sounds like, as soon as you step off stage, it's already in the past tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like you go, it's it's behind it's behind you already. Yeah, totally. You know? And it's exactly. already a low and point. And everyone You're, forgets about it immediately. Absolutely. Um, now, you're still single. Mm-hmm. Thanks for noticing. Do <laughs> you want to rub that in? you want to call my parents and do tell you have them? Goal, do you have life goals to get married? Do you want kids? Yeah, I'd like them. Yeah, but you can buy some online now, actually. Yeah, I th- yeah it's called adoption, There's right? A couple <laughs> on Is eBay. It? Yeah, uh, it's, everything's on the internet now. It's so easy. There's an app for it. What do you look for in a man? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I think I've been looking for the, oh. maybe the wrong thing. I think you'd better write down a list. I do have a list. Do you? Yeah, I actually did write a What's list. What's on the list? Um, well, I have to. I'd have to pull it up, but. Um, but I learned, so when making the list, so I made the list, my number one thing for the, on your new next list, know where the list is. I know where it is. It's in my backpack in my oh, room. Okay. It's in my notebook. Um, do you want to hit pause and get it? Do you really want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. All right. I found my list. Okay. Now an important thing to note when I was making this list. So when I, um, went and, uh, went to my hypnotherapist, got therapy this summer. Um, I said I wanted to work on like attracting like a good person, good mate, because I felt like I'd been doing a bad job of that. And uh, one thing that like, one of the things he's like, okay, you need to make a list. And I was like, all right. And I put like trustworthy down. And he was like, see, there's something you need to like release with that. So for my listeners, apparently when you go almost with something negative first, it's because that's, that's almost a negative. Right, yeah. It's like, Someone that won't cheat on me. It's yeah, like, totally. maybe you need to release something a little bit there. Like, you're a little yeah. fearful. So, like, then he did some stuff to, like, release it. So, most of my list, I'm trying to be on the positive side. So, do you want me to read it? But before I get to my list, I want to talk to you guys about an amazing company called SwankyBadger.com. So, if you've ever had trouble coming up with gift ideas for the men in your life... Who hasn't? And with Father's Day just around the corner, most of us have some shopping to do. And let's face it, shopping for guys is not easy. But I got my dad the most, I gave it to him early because I was just too excited. I got him the most special Father's Day present. I went on Swanky Badger. I picked out a beautiful leather wallet. I had the outside engraved with his initials and the inside engraved with a personal message from me that my mom says when they're out to dinner, he will just have his wallet on the table and he'll look at it and he'll just go, this makes me so happy. Like Rachel is so sweet to do this. It's the best gift. It's amazing. And I spilled him a little more. I also got him a whiskey decanter that was personalized. And the personalization is just the most amazing part about Swanky Badger. And it what's, it's what makes a gift more sentimental. And then they have more than just wallets. They have, like I said, whiskey decanters. They have um, cigar boxes. It's amazing. So... If you go to swankybadger.com, you can also see videos of dads opening these gifts and literally breaking down in tears with how much these messages and gifts mean to them. And listen, if you didn't 
get enough motivation from my story about my dad, log on to Swanky Badger and check it out. Um, so anyways, I have an offer for my listeners. The process is super easy. You just choose the gift you want, type in the message you'd like engraved on there, and it lands on your doorstep fully customized in just a few days. Swanky Badger is also great for guys in the military, guys who travel for work, or just those dads out there that don't get to hear how often and how much they're loved and appreciated. All right, so I have an offer for my listeners. You can go create your own personalized Father's Day gift today by going to swankybadger.com forward slash be here and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's swankybadger.com slash be here and make sure to check out the video of all those dads crying. It's honestly the sweetest thing you'll ever see. It's S-W-A-N-K-Y-B-A-D-G-E-R.com slash be here. Yeah. Okay. Successful. And I put that first because I've definitely not gone off t- after that and I've done a lot of paying for like things. Already successful. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. not I'm not trying to date potential anymore. Yeah, know? totally. I think that gets how old are you now? Do you say that on this podcast? I'm mid to late twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, okay. <laughs> okay, good. Could could okay. play could play young mom, could also play college. <laughs> okay, got it. You know, number two on the list, never ask me my age. Yeah. <laughs> Um, number two, good morals, integrity, and character. Number three, the ability to love and be loved. Four, wants marriage and kids. Wait a second. You are speeding through this. Okay. Okay. I, I just soaked in successful. What's number two? Good morals, integrity, and character. This makes you nervous. Good morals, integrity, and character. Yeah, so under successful also said creative, innovative, and gives back. You know, it works at innovative. No. <laughs> <It's> an agent <laughs> wants to represent me works at innovative okay so good morals and character so that means comes from a good family I mean because your family establishes you with yeah. that for the most part yeah okay so we got successful creative successful type with a good family number three please the ability to love and be loved the, I think that also comes from family background what are you doing but, with your ankle Marilyn Monroe um, no this is me I'm hypnotizing you oh. that's my foot moving <laughs> <laughs> you need to release this release it Number four. Wants marriage and kids. Want. Okay, yep, that is important. Do you uh, ask that before the first date? No. Because you can text that. No, do you know what I ask on first dates? Probably got to work on this one. I like to ask people if they're a serial killer. Okay, that's putting them on the defensive. You go, put them on the defensive. Yeah. You go, the best offense is a good defense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you hit him with that. <laughs> little intense. A little <laughs> <laughs> they go, no, I've actually only killed one person. You go, oh, that's still, that's very good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Less than me. Number five. Ability to communicate. Ability to communicate. Wow. Okay. Number six, masculine looking. Masculine looking. I don't like feminine. Where is this coming from? I just like masculine dudes. I know, but did something happen? What did you? Did no, you, did I just, it's my type. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. Gets up every morning with purpose, passion, and drive. Um... So you want a lumberjack from a good family who has written a good book. Not bad. Yeah. That'll do. Yeah. That'll do. Um, number Next eight. furniture. A furniture. A furniture. Mm, yeah. No? Yeah. Like maybe as a side passion. A side passion. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> a side passion. Is that a thing? It's my side passion. <laughs> it's either passion or a side project. I want a man oh, with a side point. passion. <laughs> a side Good point. All right. Uh, uh, he, how, about, how about a lumberjack who wrote a book called Side Passion? Not bad. <laughs> he, got, he has depth. Side Passion. He's got depth. Has anything summed up women better? He has a side passion. 
<laughs> so specific. No, I, no, I like it. So annoying. No. Um, number eight has lived their life and is ready to be with someone. So like, I don't need someone that's like, you know, always been perfect. I want to know they, they've lived great. They're over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they've had their fun. Now they're ready to be with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would say when you're ready to settle down, that would be exactly who yeah. you are as a person. I don't consider, you're not a cheater right. or a bad dude like that. And you've definitely lived. I would say if you've, you've met some ladies. These, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. You know, you've had, you've got, you've caught something, but it was curable with, with uh, antibiotics. Continue. For sure. That'll do. <laughs> yep. Number nine is kind. Number 10, sense of humor. 11, considerate. 12, helps others but is not codependent or a people pleaser. Interdependent is what that co- is called. Is that really a thing? Yes. Oh, interesting. Humble. Brave. I don't know where I got brave from. Jesus. Fucking <laughs> warrior. <laughs> so embarrassing. A brave man who's had his fun. <laughs> he walks down the street with a bow and arrow ready to use it at any time. Brave. What? <laughs> what a stupid thing to he's say. He's ready to be with you because he can go there. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, that's embarrassing. Uh, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm brave. You go. You were. You go. I wrote this during Game of Thrones. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was really into it. I don't know. <laughs> John great, Snow would be a great swor- swordsman. <laughs> great. <laughs> oh my God! Owns a carrier pigeon and a raven. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clever, witty, and wise, attractive to me, so they don't have to be like the hottest person in the room. Oh, this one's a good one. Is madly in love with me? Okay. Who isn't? This list can be condensed, that's for sure. Okay. okay. Only because you go attracted to me, you already got masculine type. What was True. one you said, that you said right before that? Clever, witty, wise. Right, you had that already with sense of humor. Oh, I did. Just because you're, right. you're, you're, okay. you're, you're making it more complex on yourself, I think. I mean, I'm not trying to give you unsolicited advice here, but All right. I think it's time to condense the list. Loves to travel the outdoors and the outdoors. Okay, yep, perfect. Accommodating to me, but has their own life too. Excellent. Yeah. And that's the interdependent thing you're talking about. I didn't know that was a term. Yeah, totally it is. Because people with codependent be like, oh, you know, because codependent is just like. Oh, I know what that is. Just, of course, just going way beyond putting, you know, just like, and then all of a sudden they're in screaming matches with you because you're not doing what they would. They want you to do yeah. interdependent because of course if you're in a couple we're gonna be interdependent we gotta d- depend on each other for certain things yeah but not to the point where yeah like we are that. yeah that's healthy yeah well we do have to wrap it up do you have any final questions for me no I don't do you know anyone that matches that list yeah they don't live no, in actually Los yeah Angeles. I was like no I know need to move every away. single one of your friends and it's a no <laughs> so all right no I'm sure you can find it. I mean I don't want to play the, L A is because people put things in L A and there's definitely you know superficiality to the city. Yeah, well, men and women, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think you can find someone. I think, too, it's just about, you know, you find someone when you're ready and they're ready. And But, yeah, you got you to gotta come up with, like, your, your musts. Because I had a list. Uh, you remember I was engaged at one point. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a list of five things that I would not compromise on a oh. single one. And I found her within so six. So 35 is too many? 35 might be too many, oh, but we already God. got rid of a few. Yeah, we got rid of Brave. <laughs> we got rid of <laughs> It's not. It's yeah. not like the dark ages. We don't need anyone to like fight yeah. off beasts. Yeah, totally. We'll go past the village walls to find turnips. <laughs> <laughs> turnips. <laughs> he's a vegetarian, but he's brave. <laughs> totally. Okay. And I had a list of five things I wouldn't compromise on, and I found this girl that I got engaged to. It didn't work out, but yeah, she cheated on you. I know totally, but that I did find the. But she had those good qualities before. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. And I just, you know, I, dumber, I if when you get focused on a list, you, you do kind of find a better person. Yeah. Because since then, it's just. Been, I gotta read that list more often. I think I forget what's on there. Yeah. I think I'm gonna move brave to the top though. Brave to the top. Yeah, I have a date later. I'm gonna ask him if he's brave. Or I'm going to set up a scenario to find out. That's funny. Do, do you do an outro on this podcast? Because find, let us know at the end of this podcast how he responded to being asked if he's brave. Oh, 100%. Because this isn't going to come out for a few weeks. So Perfect. I will be able to do an update. That's, oh, and you know what? I, can I announce some things on yes, the podcast? Yes, absolutely. So by the time this comes out, you, I think that my new website, uh, thestandupscene.com, will be up. And that's, mm-hmm. that's going to be like uh, 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 a website entirely devoted to the stand-up comedy scene. I love it. Yeah, and so and then this interview, I'm going to type up. I'm going to type up parts of this interview uh-huh. and put it on there with an artist profile about you, and uh, a, a clip to your best YouTube uh, video and stuff nice. like that. So it's going to be a. It's just going to be. It's the standupscene.com, and my website is, is Mark's. My, com- go ahead. I was going to say, is my photo just going to be always on the homepage? Your photo will be the homepage. Always. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm like the mascot. Is what you're yeah. Saying. And okay. then click on your eyeball to enter the actual site. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, and what's your website? Markscomedy.com. I got a brand new website. It came out uh, two or three weeks ago. I'm really happy with it. Sweet. And the same kid that designed my website, Markscomedy.com, will mm-hmm. be uh, developing the standupscene.com. And how about social media? It's at the top of my website. They're Why all do right you always there. say that? Why don't you just say it? Say well, that? it's my name, MarkSaratella.com. I there just feel go. like Markscomedy.com is easier. Or it's easier to all remember. my handles are at MarkSaratella. Got it. But it's just easier to remember, and it's all right there. Okay. I love it. All right. right. Thanks for doing this. Love you. Mean it. Love you. Bye. Bye.